Welcome to another edition of The Big Picture with Pastor Larry Raglan. I want you to get ready for a word that's going to change your life. Share this podcast, like this podcast, and give us a five-star review. We sure would appreciate it. Now, without further ado, let's get in to the next edition. The waters prevail. Somebody said the waters prevail. Is this good teaching? Because I'm teaching preaching tonight. The waters prevail. I never preached this before. The waters prevailed and greatly increased on the earth and the ark moved on the surface of the waters and the waters prevailed exceedingly on the earth and the high hills under the whole heaven were covered. The waters prevailed 15 cubits upward and the mountains were covered and all the flesh died that moved on the earth. This is my last point I'm going to make is this. Can I tell you something? We, we talk about Noah. We, we teach our children and the flood came and it rained on the earth 40 days and 40 nights. Well, can I tell you something? 40 days and 40 nights of a torrential rain is a lot of water. But let me, let me help you. It's not enough water to cover Mount Everest. It's not enough water. The heaviest rain that can possibly rain for 40 days and 40 nights is not enough water to cover every mountain, to cover Mount Moriah, to cover Mount Ararat where it would set one day, to cover Mount Sinai. Are y'all hearing me? So the Bible tells us, and we don't preach it and we don't teach it in vacation Bible school because it's difficult to understand. The Bible said the rain was the last thing that came. The literal Bible, the Bible literally says, I just read it to you, that on the seventh day when God shut the door and sealed the door, that on that day the earth was flooded. That day. And on that day the floodwaters covered the earth is what it said. It said the earth opened up and released the water from beneath. The heavens were released. The atmospheric heavens were released and dumped water. And then it says the rain began. The rain was literally the, the end of the flood. It was the sign of the feeling of something they had never felt that they because it had never rained before. The Bible says in Genesis, up until that day, it had never rained before. Only watch this, at the the earth and all the herbs and the trees were watered from a mist that come up from the ground, from beneath the ground. How in the world was the everything of vegetation all around the world maintained and trees growing, gigantic trees, and there was never rain? because the earth had so much water beneath it being held and stored and the trickling, just the remnants, the mist that was coming out from the water that was beneath the surface of the earth was literally watering the whole earth. But on that day, God revealed that he had had a water that nobody could see. Oh, y'all ain't hear me. He had had a place, he had had a move that nobody expected. He had a, he had a reservoir of water that people didn't for thousands of hundreds of years they'd been walking on it standing on it having no idea that it was even there until that day and when God put his people in that boat and sealed that boat up he opened up the earth and in a moment the decibillion trillion times trillion cubic yards of water was released from the earth the firmament that the Bible talks about in the book of Genesis that that was was like a, a, a almost like a dome over this earth that that, that many people believe caused uh, that's one of the reasons they live to be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years old because there had never been an atmosphere like this. It, it had never rained and there had never been water come from the... So you can imagine, God had all this water beneath. He had 
decibillions of cubic yards of, of water above them that was just resting and moisturizing the whole earth that simultaneously was released at the same time. And the Bible said the floodwaters lifted the ark. And I tell you something to the Noahs, the chaos might be taking some, of, some folks out, but the chaos of this world and this moment will lift those that are in the ark. Water from beneath, water from top, and then rain. When all the water was released, clouds were formed. And for 40 days, the remnants trickled of the water that had been released. The rain is not what flooded the earth. The rain was a sign of what flooded the earth, a reminder of the promises of God. But can I tell you something? My Bible's closed. About, about half of this sermon, I guess, is reserved for my church because I didn't preach it. Half of that I didn't preach. Watch this. The Bible says in Joel chapter 2 that in the last days he will pour out his spirit on all flesh. Pour out on all flesh, meaning in Russia, in China, in Ethiopia, in Uganda, in Grenada. Not talking, he didn't say everybody's going to get saved. He just said everybody's going to get hit with it. It's up to them what they do with it. Everybody's going to get rained on. Everybody. Watch this. He goes on to say, in fact, before he ever says that in Joel, he says, in those days, I shall bring upon you the former, y'all know the rest of it, right? And the latter rain, what do he say about it? Combined in one month. Sources of water from two different directions. Then rain. Y'all didn't hear it. Y'all didn't hear what I'm saying, did you? He said, Let me tell you something about this rain. Let me tell you something why we got a better promise based on a better covenant based on better promises. That rain, those waters, those floods destroyed the flesh. That ark door was shut. This rain is going to lift the ark. But this rain, this ark, the doors are still open. And this ark, this rain, and this water, it's not a water of destruction. It's a water of restoration. It's a water. When he said the former and the latter rain, it's what he said. He was said, he will restore to you. When this rain comes, this rain, listen to what the Bible says. Go back and read Joel chapter 2. Here's an here's a, here's a unbelievable premise for you. Read your Bible. 
It'll blow your mind if you read your Bible. When that rain comes, it says, and Joe, he will restore to you the years that the locust and the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm has eaten. When you study those, you find that one eats the leaf, one eats the branch, one eats the bark, and one eats the stump. You put them all together on one tree and you leave them alone, it will take a vibrant tree and eat it down to nothing to where it feels like and looks like there's nothing left. But there is a root. There is a Noah that's still there. There is a promise that's still there. There is potential that's still there. It just needs some water. And one, one, the former rain was the sowing rain. The latter rain was the, weeping, the reaping rain. And when you put them both together, the sowing and the reaping rain at the same time, years in a moment will be restored. That's the Noah generation. Oh, I know the condition of the world is like it was in Genesis chapter 6, but we got to talk about the fact that the Bible said five, four times in three passages it says the water prevailed and the water prevailed and the water prevailed. Can I tell you something? When I read that and God began to speak this to me and being an end time, a parallel to the end times, a parallel to Joel chapter two, a parallel to Acts chapter two, I began to realize there is a Noah generation that is going to walk in and operate in a water that shall prevail. And watch this, it said, and it will cover all the flesh of the earth. That's what it said. That's what it said. And all the flesh of the earth was covered by this water. That's us. How about this? He decided to trust us to be the Noahs. Let me tell you, it changes everything. When you see yourself as a Noah, when you see yourself as a remnant, it changes everything because instead of worrying about who's not with you, you're not defined by who's not with you. You're defined by who you are in the eyes of God. You believe that you have found grace in the eyes of the Lord. So what will you do with this knowledge? Will this be a sermon that you tweet about and post about as being a powerful service and you move on? Or will you allow this to be a prophetic word, manna from God, that changes your perspective, not only of yourself, but of this moment? Don't curse this moment. Don't curse this season. Understand, you found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And God has put you in an ark. He's put you in a church called Way of Life. It's a place of safety. It's open to this city. And it's open to this community. They just don't know that the door is open. Because we ain't told them. You can't pray for them to come and expect them to come. 
in this generation, I love prayer. I believe in prayer. Prayer is one of the most powerful forces in the world. But your prayers in this moment are not going to get them in the ark. You're going to have to get out of this building and go where they're at and lead them to the ark. The question is, will you do it? Father God, those are the beginning of the birth pains. You tell us this should open our eyes to cause us to look for your return. My God, we've forgotten the remnant and the anointing and the outpouring that you promised to that generation. We will look for your return. We will say, even so, Lord, come quickly. But while we are here, we will build, we will work, we will preach, we will teach, we will equip, we will serve, we will worship, we will pray, we will love, we will shelter, we will empower, we will encourage, we will stand. When no one else is standing, we will stand for your word, for your truth, no matter what they say. To Grenada, help is on the way. To Mississippi, to Alabama, to this nation, in every state, in every region, there are Noahs who are rising like the phoenix from the ashes. They are rising. They are standing up and taking their place. You are a remnant church. You are a remnant to God and you are a remnant to this house. If you receive this word tonight, if you want to declare and you know that your life is not perfect and you're not expecting to be perfect and to be super evangelist, that's not what I'm saying, but you are ready to accept your role as a part of the Noah generation and of this house. I want you to come to this altar and stand all around this altar. Come. If you are a part of that generation, come. Here we are. Hey, cat. Come on. You faithful servant. this is okay pastor I'm trusting that everybody's safe and everybody's in place but if you are within the sound of my voice I know some of you got jobs to do but for the next few moments I hope this is okay I'm releasing you to get down here and just trust that it's okay wished I could tell you tonight as you stand here. <laughs> God, this is a word to me too, not just to you. This is for me too. I wish so bad I could tell you that because you came and because you stood, 
because you've accepted your place in this moment. And the things you need to move and the things you need to happen are just going to happen for you. But many of them are probably not. Noah was so disappointed. He was so discouraged. He loved the people that didn't come. But he kept doing what he's supposed to do. Crowds got smaller and smaller. His influence got smaller and smaller. After a hundred years, man, people don't even want to hear what you got to say when it's the same thing you've been saying for a hundred years. There's no telling how small that last crowd was. Those that used to stand there and watch him and make fun of him and mock him didn't even give him the time anymore. Why? Why don't I do this again? Been doing my, my daddy's told me about it. He did it when he's a kid. It's all we've done for a hundred years. Well, it has been an honor to have you join us in Life Connection 2021. What two powerful services we have experienced. The Lord has spoken a, a rhema mandate word to us, an our word. And I pray that you will receive it as is close to what we received in the live download. It's been a joy sharing it with you. God bless you. Amen. Thank you for joining us on The Big Picture with Pastor Larry Raglan. Make sure you like this podcast. Give us a good review and we sure would appreciate it. Share this podcast with a friend. And stay tuned. We've got another episode coming up very, very soon. Thank you again for listening and have a blessed day.